Hey, so this is part one of what's intended to be a three-part podcast series about Roman fashion. So in the next few podcasts, we're going to take a look into the Roman world, more specifically looking at clothing. And I think the term fashion today um, implies a form of self-expression And obviously, it's very cultural. Um, A lot of different cultures have different standards and such. Um, But being from the United States, we see it as sort of like a free form of self-expression. It's not really necessarily tied to a lot. Um, You get things where, you know, there's occasions where you're expected to wear a suit or a dress or... Um, some other type of outfit that's more appropriate for the occasion, but in general, modern fashion does not have the weight that Roman fashion did. And that's because presentation of self for Romans was a core part of the Roman value system. So your appearance was basically a display and a demonstration of your individual, but more importantly for Romans, your family status. So your social standing dependent on if you observed Roman values. And so you needed to be wearing the appropriate outfits at the appropriate times, acting appropriately with poise, etc. And so there were sort of checks on improper behaviors. So you could be personally shamed or experience infamia, which essentially constituted public disgrace and exclusion from civic life. So there were pretty dramatic consequences for refusing to uphold these standards um, and these Roman values. So fashion to Romans was a lot more important than a form of self-expression like it is today. And individuals, especially of patrician families, were expected to present themselves in ways that highlighted the family's wealth, rank, and social status, as well as any sort of personal status of the individual. So if that particular male was elected as magistrate or a part of the senate or they held any sort of religious titles um, or affiliation with the military where they had accolades that was often something that was expected to be displayed and so patricians were always sort of ready to assert their superiority over each other and obviously over the plebs and you know the most surviving um look that we can see of this is on coinage and on statues so there's i mean there's a lot of coins that were minted um by emperors and other leaders to kind of tell their own narrative and that's similar to Um, commissioning busts and portraits and the way that these people are choosing to present themselves or others if they're doing it for someone else um, is told a lot through the fashion because 
um, you see, especially later in the imperial period with emperors and such, really dramatic and ostentatious togas or um, if they wanted to emphasize their military prowess, they were often in full military gear um, with their shields, you know, sort of depicting a lot of stuff. And so um, women were often sort of shown, like emperors' um, wives were shown in a way that highlighted their morality. And so they were likened to goddesses um, in some way and hairstyle was a big part of all of this as well but not so relevant to the clothing debate so I won't really go into it but basically we can see how much clothing was an indicator of who you were in Roman society and so because presentation of self was so important we know that clothing was probably the biggest way that Romans were able to show that their family was superior. And in other podcasts, I'll talk a little bit about certain styles that could or could not be worn by certain classes, um, and also about fabric and color, because color um, was another thing that sort of showed a class divide because certain dyes were only available to certain people due to pricing and such so um, there's a lot that goes into Roman clothing rather than just a personal expression so one instance where we can really see that statues utilized fashion to make some kind of point about our historical figures is the statue of Augustus um, called the Augustus of Prima Porta and so it's a full-length marble statue of Augustus in military garb and he's has the cloak of the commander draped over his arm in a very classic pose his chest piece is depicting accomplishments that he deems the people should know about And he's also barefoot, which is notable because um, nakedness and being barefoot is seen as semi-divine, since gods were often portrayed naked. And we can actually see that here because Cupid is also depicted alongside Augustus, and this could be an allusion most likely to the Julio-Claudians claiming descent from Venus, so he would actually theoretically be related to Cupid as the son of Venus. So thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, I know it's a little short, but um, it's just kind of a starting off point for us to talk about Roman fashion because I think it's a good idea to have a background on why they stressed so many things because upcoming episode is about style and there's some very particular rules about who can wear what and I think it's easier to understand why um, once we understand what fashion meant to the Romans and then um, the third episode will be about color so um, stay tuned for that as well thank you